0: Now we could not be in a better time to learn or just be exposed or try different things.
1: Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on personal growth and lifestyle design. My name's Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. hi everyone welcome back to the lavender lifestyle it's Eileen so today is actually our season finale this is the last episode of season four of the lavender lifestyle I hope you enjoyed it this season we updated the format with the intros and the wrap-ups let me know what you guys think about it let me know your feedback and your thoughts on the season you could tweet me at lavender or post your comment in our Facebook group the lavender lifestyle community I would love to hear your feedback because each season I just try to Improve it. And I take that break time to prep next season's guests and find ways to just keep improving the podcast. So let me know. Today's guest is a friend of mine. Her name is Bronche Faustin. Bronche is a certified yoga instructor and creator passionate about wellness as social justice and supporting millennial creatives and entrepreneurs. With a background in lifestyle video production and digital content, she is currently launching the Honey Block, a wellness YouTube channel and website providing easy, accessible wellness tips for all millennials especially POC. So Shea is someone I met in the digital creator community in LA, and we've worked on a few videos together. So you guys might have seen my apartment tour with Hunker. I did a Wake Up With Me with Leaf TV. We did a photo shoot together. And she is just someone who is so positive and such an interesting person that we kind of just clicked immediately. I love her zest for life. She has this, energy that is so bright and so beautiful and she is like into wellness, spirituality, astrology, just you know the typical millennial things. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Branche Faustin. Hello Branche, welcome to the Lavender Lifestyle, I'm so happy you're here.
0: Hi, I'm so honored and excited to be here honestly.
1: <laughs> Don't be nervous Branche. I <laughs> no, I'm so nervous. <laughs> It's okay. So <laughs> you're so cute. So we met at, I think, the YouTube space. And I think back then when I met you, you were working with Leaf TV, but now you're with Hunker. So can you tell the audience about yourself, what you do, a little bit of that That
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I know we met, it like, feels now like back in the day. I'm at Hunker now, which it's still owned by the same larger company. And Hunker is a really beautiful and inspirational home decor and design website and publisher. So for them, I've been on the social media team. And I work a lot with influencers and people in the community who are also passionate about home and design. And it's been really fun because I will pair people for like Instagram takeovers, DIYs. And we have a really beautiful location in Venice, it's called the Hunker House. And that's been my favorite part just being able to bring people into the house and let them use a space in a way that's organic for them. So some people just like stay and do a vacation. Some people have done panels there or like little activations. So I think that's been my favorite part of the job is just to bring people into the house and let them really use it as a creative space.
1: Awesome. Yeah, what I love about you is you have such a fun and creative job in media, and yet you do a lot of things outside of your job too. You're just very multifaceted. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you you seem busy enough, but you're like a yoga instructor, you just got certified in Reiki, and you're taking all these courses. I mean, how did you, I guess, get into all of this, wellness and spirituality?
0: Absolutely. So I think starting with spirituality, like, I've always just had a faith and like a spiritual practice my entire life. You know, I grew up in the church. That's always been something that's really important to me. But I would definitely say in terms of like diving deeper into wellness, it was definitely working on the Leaf TV team with Jerry and Aaron and Sam. They just had so much knowledge about the whole space, like everything from nutrition to introducing me to different people like Kelsey Patel, who's a Reiki master. Mm. And so that started to really plant the seed for me. And I was like, wow, like, this is so incredible. And I'm learning so much. And so I think that really helped me. And it was also during a time where, you know, I'm in my mid 20s, you're still kind of like in a transition. So for me, I think those three years of working on LEAF, it was just awesome, because I was able to really be exposed to so much. And then from there, just kind of like finding my own way and my own path. So I think I would say would be in the past like three years, I've gotten like deeper into it um, yeah. in terms of like more like healing modalities.
1: It's so interesting that you got inspired through work, because I think through work, you meet a lot of people and you get exposed to these new topics. For people out there who are like multi-passionate and they're working a job mm-hmm. and they're not sure that's the right path for them. Do you have advice for them in that area? Because it seems like your job is like letting you branch out to new passions and new directions.
0: Yes. I well first I have to say it, totally I am so privileged and grateful for this time in my life because you couldn't have said it better, like I'm so grateful because at my job I've been able to dip my hands in so many different things and then be exposed to so many uh, creative people. So mm-hmm. completely. And I would say for my advice, I actually say this probably once a week, just talking to different people. Now, we could not be in a better time to learn or just be exposed or try different things. So my biggest piece of advice would say like, go on Eventbrite or just Google like, any kind of workshop of any sort, like even if you just want to get into trying ceramics or painting, because what I've learned, especially for me is like, once I try one thing it kind of opens me up or I'll meet someone who, you know, is like, oh, you should check out this if you like this. Or I will be like, you know, I really loved this aspect of this. I want to go deeper into it. So I would say just like find a workshop of anything just give it a shot to something creative or something really skill based that you can learn and go down that path and see where it leads you. Because I think if you try something and you're already naturally drawn to it, something within you is calling you down that path anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that like, no, there's no mistakes. Everything is aligned. So I think if you, I always use like painting as an example. I don't know why, maybe it's because I want to do it. But I think like, if you're in a like-minded space, you're going to meet really cool people who are also interested in that. Mm-hmm. And um, that's also a big part of it too, is like finding community.
1: Yeah. I love that. Cause I completely agree that In order to figure out your path or what you're interested in, you should just like go out and explore. Just try anything. Sign up, sign yourself up for like a class or do something on the weekend. So I just, yeah, it's cool to watch you actually do it.
0: Thank you. It's been such a wild ride. I, it's so funny. I'm finishing my second like herbalism class this week. And one of my friends, I was like, Yeah, I'll have more time now. And he was like, Yeah, right. Every time I talk to you, you're like starting a new thing. You are. I was like, It's so true. You <laughs> like, really I are. You've stop. been so busy. I love busy. to learn. I can't stop.
1: Like <laughs> I love that too because I love to learn. So, can you, I guess, explain the different courses
0: or just journeys that you've taken in the past few years? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I'm to, to be like, like, completely honest, I'd say not so much this time last year, but definitely last summer in August, I went with my family to Hawaii. And I think, again, it just speaks to what you were saying of just, like, explore. And it was so healing for me just to be out of my space, you know, and to be, like, constantly surrounded literally by nature. Like, when you live in the city, you forget, you know, that you haven't been Mm -hmm. touching a plant or the sand, you know, like, there's just so much. And so having that time away, I'd always known I wanted to, at some point, do a yoga teacher training. And um, I live in South LA proudly. And there's one studio that's like maybe 10 minutes from my house. and It's called The Tree. And it's like a nonprofit um, donation based studio. And so every year they do two trainings. And just throughout the couple years that I've been back in LA, I would just like peek on the website and see if they had a training. And every time I would check, I had like just missed Um. the deadline. So when This past August, you know, I felt like I was able to be super clear. I'm in Hawaii with my family. And again, that's why I say like that tugging, like that feeling in your heart, because I just was like, okay, let me just see if there is a training available. And I had like a few weeks left to turn on my application for the fall training. And something inside me was like, you really need to do this. And I was super intimidated. I'm like, I haven't been, you know, doing yoga for years. I've been going, but you know, I'm not like some master. But I felt that feeling of like, just do it, see where it leads you, open you up. And you know, you know, I met you at the YouTube space, like at the time, I was like, well, maybe I'll just like learn some like, how to do the poses correctly and do some videos, you know, and I just had no clue of like, how much it would deeply impact and just like open my world like truly to mm. I just feel like I have such amazing friendships out of that and I feel like I learned so much about myself and what I would say is like my soul dream you know so I think yeah. that started and so that's 200 hours so that started in October of 2018 and then I finished in January the end of January 2019. And I actually injured my knee, which is why I just now started teaching again, it took me like Mm. these past few months to heal back from that, which again, is so funny, because I'm such a Virgo. I'm like, I everything's gonna happen on this time on this schedule, I'll be done, I'll start teaching (laughs) then. And that was a huge learning for me. Because like, by the time I would have finished, I wasn't able to teach, you know, I'm still In physical therapy, still actually had a brace. Like, there was so much learning I had, but then I was like, oh, okay, I can't teach right now, but I would love to do herbalism. And there, I've been studying with her name's Berenice. She's amazing. Just this wonderful, like, Chicana woman here in Los Angeles, and her organization's called Hood Herbalism. And so I started studying with her in March. And again, she's like all for POC. All for making herbalism accessible and just for us to like reclaim our cultural, not just identities, like I would say birthright. So then it was as beautiful because it was like, okay, I can't teach, but I'm mm-hmm. tapping into this. And right. I was able to do that. And, and then, can we
1: pause real quick? Because what is herbalism? I know some people might not oh,
0: know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, I can go deep on tangents. So please <laughs> pause me whatever. So herbalism, the way I attribute it is just like the study of plants and flowers. I would say also with like a cultural and spiritual lens. So you can, of course, look at it of like, how plants, like, affect different systems in the body, just from a super, like, scientific way. But I think I love Hood Herbalism, because it's a blend of, like, culture and spirituality and, like, scientific. So, that's what I would say. So, so it's just, like, getting deeper into roots and plants and flowers, so... I love it so much, honestly.
1: (laughs) I love that. And it's because you had a knee injury that, you know, stopped you from teaching yoga. So you were like, okay, I got time. So let me take this herbalism
0: course, right? Exactly. That's exactly how it happened. Like, I knew I wanted to do it. But I think honestly, if I hadn't... I maybe would have waited till later. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm so grateful at the timing of it all. I really am.
1: Wow. I really do believe like the universe has perfect timing. Yeah. And even if something seems like an accident or like a detour or a challenge, like it's all meant to happen.
0: Yes. You know, I right. agree. And I think it's like you hear like people like us and we're like so bubbly, you know, we're so excited. But I do, you know, I do have to say between yoga and herbalism, all these like healing techniques that. I've driven into has also been because I've experienced like a lot of pain and I don't want like the excitement in my voice to sound like misleading Mm -hmm. or that I can't, you know, like I'm out of touch because it's like, you know, I've had like my dad has passed away. I had a best friend who passed Mm -hmm. and there's all these things that you still, you process and carry with you, you know? And so I'd say to your point that if I hadn't, Especially in my 20s. Like, I, I say that because I'm turning 30 in September. Oh my God. <gasps> Yay. But like, I hadn't experienced, I think, so much loss and pain and just like transition, it wouldn't have made mm-hmm. me even want to go take a yoga class or feel the need to meditate right. or like even stumble upon your, tu- your YouTube channel and like ju- the importance of journaling. Like, I learned that from you, you know? And it's just like so healing. So I'd mm-hmm. say just to anyone out there who's like really, going through it, that not only will you come out on the other side, but these other like techniques and tools, they really will like open your heart and your spirit to like further you on your journey. They really will. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, it's a part of your healing. I appreciate you for bringing that up because I don't really know that much about your background, but... You yeah. are just such a positive person. You're one of those people that are so bubbly that people assume that you've just been happy your whole life. And when you're like that, yeah. people are like, oh, nothing's bad has happened to Shea. She's too happy. <laughs> and it's like, I love that you're so honest because behind that outer layer, there's so much story. And there's so
0: much. Oh, there's so much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even my first time seeing a therapist, she's like, why are you smiling? Oh. I was like, I don't even know. It's just like... Part of me, but there is like this deeper layer of exactly what yeah. you're saying. I'm just I've been through a lot, and we all go through so mm-hmm. much and and that's the part where and that's think why I feel so called to work more in like this healing space and work with people one on one and because it's like I really resonate and like empathize with like a lot of deep pain, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I mean, no one's life is perfect, and I think especially now with social media, it's so easy to get caught up with like, oh my gosh, she has this and right. her life looks like that. But it's like, if you peel it away, there's so much that we don't know, just like you said. It's, so
1: It's so true. So like, just never judge, you know, everybody is struggling with their own mm-hmm. thing. And even my life, you know, on the outside, it might look pretty and beautiful, but there are so many days where I'm struggling too, you know?
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's the end of June, but like Father's Day is always really difficult. All of May is tough for me. So it's yeah. always like, I know those seasons are coming. And so I'm actually really glad we're doing this now like after that, Mm -hmm. because, yeah, I can come from a more organic place of like, okay, I was feeling a lot of pain.
1: (laughs) Well, how do you personally deal with that pain during those Mm -hmm. tough times? Like what do you turn to?
0: Oh, yeah. The first thing I would say is it's like prayer and meditation. So I say both. I always say like, prayer is like between me and God, like, me just like pouring my heart out and just being like I'm going through it or like I can miss my dad or I'm this is what's happening and then meditation is the time where I'm really quieting my mind and allowing myself just to be still as you know like I'm so busy and always doing something and it's like you need that time yeah. to really decompress and I think like that clarity is so, so key. And there's like a bunch of different meditation apps. I'm a big fan of or try. But honestly, I kid you not, my favorite meditations are just on YouTube. I still use them to this day, mm-hmm. I have them saved in my phone.
1: What's your favorite one? Can you like share it here? Maybe we'll link it.
0: Yes, I have the exact name. Okay, there's two. Okay, so one is like a, a chakra one where it's like you just do like a little through the seven chakras, mm. like, It's technically for sleep, but it's so relaxing. I like to use it during the day. Mm -hmm. And then the second one, I'll send you both links. The second one is a really beautiful guided meditation. I like ones that are more visual. It's just my learning style. So it's Mm -hmm. like, there's two different ones, but one is like a crystal cave. Then the second one is more like foresty, which I love like forest imagery. So Mm -hmm. those are like the main, the first things I would say. Secondly, is just like having people to be transparent with. For some people, it's going to be your family for some people it won't be like i think sometimes when you lose a family member you don't want to lean super hard on your family members cuz you don't want to be triggering them you know or like right. whatever so i'd say it can be family or friends like whoever you feel that you can be really stripped down and like honest with and i have, i am so grateful for like the community of like family and friends that i have it's like out of this world and, it, and it's been a teaching and since my dad passed For me to teach myself of like, to be fully transparent and to tell people like I'm really having a hard time, or like, you know, I feel like you're like me for the kind of friends that are super accessible and like always there and rooting people on. And when you are having a hard time, you can't really Mm. be that. You know, you can't pour from an empty cup. And so having those people in your life that you can be like, hey to be honest, like, I'm gonna need a few days. Or like, at this point, my friends already know, like, May's coming, it's my dad's birthday. And like, you know, it's like, Mm. how you feeling? Like, you know, there's all this, they already, they know already, like the season. So it's a prayer meditation, your support system. And then depending on where you are at with your life, that's when those other, like, therapies, I say, like, come in. So like, either having a therapist that like you trust, yoga is so important. I think that like, the breathing techniques, just allowing your body to move because I feel like you're getting that energy out. But it could be anything. Journaling is a huge thing. Some people really resonate with music. Like I love like sound baths and sound healing. And for me, I'm a huge crystal person. So I always have crystals. I have one in my hand right now. I have some selenite just to make sure I'm like nice and clear. Aww. So yeah, I think all of those combined, like have been the biggest things for me. And you know, I, I truly can say if it hadn't been for like, my faith, again, I'm Christian, like, having that was, like, the basis for, like, definitely getting through, and then I feel like God Mm -hmm. just, like, led me to, like, people, places, and things to help me just continue on that healing process.
1: Yeah, what I'm hearing is, like, there are so many avenues to heal yourself, but you have to be be willing to, like, sit and listen to, like, that inner guidance, like, you know, what's next, because the universe is here to, like, guide you to things that will help you, so, you just have to face it. You know, some people are afraid yes. to like be aware and face it, but I think yeah, just be brave enough to like take those
0: steps. I completely agree, and I think it's so important like I say for all people, I definitely would just say for sure for people of color cuz for many of us especially like, you know, black Americans, not all of us know, you know, where our tribes are from or exactly mm-hmm. where we come from, but I think for so many of us we or people who are first gen, you know, here in America, I think that you feel very disconnected from like your ancestors and like truly the lineage and like how amazing you are and like literally your bloodline. Mm -hmm. And I think what's been so awesome about just like yoga and Reiki and learning all these amazing people of different spiritual beliefs and backgrounds has been and especially with Hood herbalism has been teaching me like, the depths and importance of like connecting to your ancestors and how you really have like, Between the universe, between your spirit guides, between, you know, whatever other faith you have, you have so much working together for your good, you know? Like something good happens and I'll be like, Oh my gosh, thank you, God. And then I literally say, like, thank you, Spirit Gang, like (laughs) thank you, all the spirits working on my behalf. Like it really is it's so beautiful and it's it's been so healing for me to be like, Okay, I wanna find out like where I come from and what like if I can, what village or what tribe I was from and All those things, Mm -hmm. like those connect you and they strengthen you because those energies, those spirits, like they're still with you. They're just like, to me, like angels, like guiding you. They want to see you on your best path, in your best heart, like feeling your best. And so, yeah, I just, I agree. There's so much working for your gut every day. It's so important to find things that connect you to that.
1: Yeah. And you actually brought up something I, I don't usually think about. So I do believe in like angels and spirit guides. And I sometimes I do imagine like my grandparents like guiding me, you know, their spirits around. But I don't think about like my ancestry, like the tribe of like people that I've come from. But yes. that is such a cool idea that like you have a lineage of like thousands and thousands of people who have been here yes. who are like behind you. It's like you you stand strong. With, yes. Yeah. Thousands behind you. Is that amazing?
0: Yeah, it's so amazing and it's beautiful and it's so like, not not in a bad way, but it almost, it's like that phrase, like to whom much is given, much is expected. It's like so many mm. people have come so far, you know, and not in a way that's like, don't take care of yourself, like self-care is key, but like so many people have come so far for this generation of like leaders and creatives and whatever it is you are in your life, they made it so that you could come to this point and so it's like and to know that like you are fully supported and that they see you you Mm. know and so I you know I know what the bible says I know what my faith says but I also know that like I just believe that when you are in heaven like you're part of like the heart of the universe the heart of God and so like of course they're around you just like stars are around you every night you know like so are your ancestors, and I just think it's just like so beautiful to think that, like, I that. I, girl, I love it too. <laughs> like, really, yeah, peace, you know? <laughs> right,
1: and and it's so easy to forget that we have so many stars yeah. around us, I, like all 49. the time, and because we're so zoned in on ourselves yes. that we forget we have so much yes. out there that's here to support us. What will you do for your dreams in 2019? Introducing the Artist of Life Workbook and Daily Planner by Lavendaire, tools to help you create your best year in 2019. If you love journaling, self-discovery, creativity, and productivity, these are perfect for you. Filled with 125 pages of questions and exercises, the 2019 Artist of Life Workbook walks you through reflecting on your past year, setting goals and intentions for the new year, discovering yourself, staying committed to your goals, and tracking your progress monthly. The Daily Planner by Lavendaire is a tool to help you design a productive, effective, and meaningful day. The Artist of Life workbook helps you plan a macro view of your life, while The Daily Planner helps you plan the micro. Together these tools will help you build your dream life one page at a time. They're seriously life-changing and they make great gifts too. Go to shop.lavendaire.com to check them out. Sending you so much light. Something else that you said reminded me of we can both relate being like people of color, just the Mm -hmm. representation, like Mm. how many people have gone so far in the past to allow us to start where we are today to like keep moving forward. Like I kind of see this as the generations kind of like a relay race, you know? Yeah. Like each generation is like, doing something to push us forward and we're picking it up. And so every time like like even for women in general, every time like a mm-hmm. woman has a success, it's like thank you to all the women before me that came before yeah. me to allow me to do this. So, it's so true. Yeah, it just reminded me of that. And I know that you're really passionate about like POC and being like in spirituality. Like why mm-hmm. are you so passionate about it and can you talk more about that?
0: Of course. Well, again, I think I'm so grateful for Leaf TV because it opened my eyes, you know, to like it introduced me to a world that again, for so many especially people of color, we no one's i think it's way better now, I mean, there's like black girl and elm there's like all these cool avenues like popping up now, and like people like the fact that like self care and wellness are even like becoming so mainstream like those terms like really blesses me, yeah. I think in terms of like you know working in like media and social media and publishing, it's still kind of like. And this is why like our, the yoga studio I did my training at is so important because it was all POC. And the whole point is like when you hear yoga, like in America, mm. you think of like a skinny blonde girl, like super flexible. I know, you do. It's so funny because yeah. I'm like, wait, like why is that our only image of yoga? And to know that it's such a healing practice that it's so important that we need to see ourselves, not just having someone who doesn't look like us being like the image all the time of like what any kind of healing technique is. And so for me, it really is mm-hmm. this this sentiment of like, I don't want people like looking through a window. Like I want people looking at a mirror. You know what I mean? And oh, so it's I love like that. You I may not be like I'm black, you know, I'm not I can't Every single ethnicity isn't going to resonate with me, but I at least want you to know when you see me and I'm in these spaces that you belong here too. And Mm -hmm. it really is your birthright because a lot of these practices come from indigenous, like black, indigenous, like I always say like Chicano, but like, you know, any sort of Latin like heritage. That's where it really comes from. It's just that Mm -hmm. like people go out and like learn, you know, they learn from people in India. They learn from people in Mexico. They learn from African tribes they come back and westernize it. And so it's really important to make sure right. that, again, it's like us reclaiming our ancestry and know where we come from, that a lot of these things, like like right now, like earlier I was like burning some copal, and I know right now, like, I don't want to say smudge, or like sage is like a very highly debated topic right now. And it it's is. Like, it's and controversial, things. right? It's so controversial. And it's yeah. like I really understand where a lot of the indigenous people are coming from. And I want to always respect that because it's like, it's true. Like in your spiritual practice, like, and in your culture and in your lineage, like this was something gifted to you. It's super sacred. And so it's like, yeah, I don't think we should be able to like buy sage at TJ Maxx. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't agree with that either. And so, yeah, I feel Oh my gosh, I'm like classic going on a tangent, but why am I talking about it? No, I get it. Like
1: basically you just have to respect the culture, respect the origins and where it came from and representation matters because if a little black girl sees you doing yoga, she's like, Oh my God, I can do it too. Because she, you know what I mean? It's, it's for everyone.
0: It's for everyone. And then just further, like, so I always talk about this within yoga, like there's the parasympathetic nervous system that's our rest and digest you know that's the system that's helping us come down from a lot of anxiety and to really fully heal Mm -hmm. most people of color are constantly operating whether we realize it or not in fight or flight like we're always in a super anxious state and so that's why i say like yoga breathing meditation like you need time to spend like really 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 nurturing yourself to activate that parasympathetic system so yeah. that you can rest and digest and that's going to help you like heal so many other ailments and so you know like there, you know you look at studies and you see like people of color are like higher like diabetes and stress and like you know all these things and it's just like that's I think attributed to our environment and us not having like resources and access mm-hmm. to um, healing techniques because we're under a lot of stress and pressure so I think that's a big thing too it's like I really want to tangibly help heal this community. It's not yeah. just like, yeah, I want to represent, but that's like also what's so important. And of course, for all people, like everyone, I want to be doing yoga and meditating and doing healing techniques. But I just feel in terms of, we were talking about like soul purpose and journey, I really want mm-hmm. to make sure we're reaching those spaces, like underserved communities, like um, that yeah. don't have access at all.
1: You know? Right. They don't have as much access and most of them are not even aware of this exactly. stuff. So we need more people like you educating and helping doing what you can. So since you're so educated on all of these different spiritual practices, what is your self-care ritual?
0: Yes. Okay. So every morning without fail, I'm doing some sort of aromatherapy. I used to say like, I always do sage. Now I just try to check in with myself more of like, okay, how am I feeling? What do I need? Especially because I'm trying to get deeper into my relationship with plants, which like sounds so woo-woo. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> no, I love the it. I love plants. So it would either be like an essential oil and an incense. I do some sort of like, I just really believe the power of like burning something and smoke. So I always light at least a candle, Um, just something to give my time myself some time in the morning to do that. Even if I'm in a rush, like I cannot skip that step. I think it's really important. And I don't really have, I have mm-hmm. like a, like little meditation, like prayer altar. It's not like an altar, but I think yeah. like there's certain mornings that I wake up and a certain person, whether it's a friend or a person in my family or someone who's passed on is like heavy on my heart. I'll acknowledge them. Like when I light the candle in the morning, cause I'm like, okay, my spirit's just like picking up on them. And just want to acknowledge that. And right now I'm trying again with my like herbalism getting deeper into different tea blends and just different teas. So I think right now I'm getting really into like calendula. I really like I just try to ask myself like, what do I need? And what's like calling to me and it was just so cool because my Betanise say was saying like if you dream about plants like follow that and it was so like herbs and it mm-hmm. was so cool because like I feel like maybe a week or two after she said that I was like dreaming about cinnamon so I just started incorporating that into some of my tea so yeah I think right now I'm trying to really focus on aromatherapy and having some sort of tea in the morning. And then mm-hmm. after that, it kind of depends on the day. Like, I'll, I, I like Abide meditation app. It's like a Christian meditation. And I like it because it's a little bit of like, <laughs> I'm not like reading my Bible every day. I'm like the worst at it. But like, I can at least like get like a little bit of that. And then I'm still getting a meditation right. in. Or I just love to, as silly as it sounds, like checking in on certain people. So checking in with certain of my friends. Like my mom and my sister and I have like a little group chat. So in the morning, I'm always like, one of the three of us is texting each other, you know, so mm-hmm. I think like, right now, I've been kind of making it more simplified. And then yeah. I think for self care, too, is like, finally, now that my knees so much better is getting back into yoga, like my that practice has been like, so healing for me. So I'd say those are like the main things.
1: Awesome. I think out of all my guests, you're the first one that's included checking in with your loved ones as part of their like ritual or self-care ritual, which is really nice because normally we kind of like brush those things off or it's not incorporated in our daily routine, right? And I love that you included that.
0: Thanks. You know, it's so funny. It's just such a like natural, but I feel like you're just, you're like me, like we're just so empath, you know? So it's Mm -hmm. like when I'm checking in, it's also like, okay like I'm feeling you you know like is that what's yeah, going like, on like I'm thinking you know? of you I, I love you I care about you <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really good. And, and it feels good to you because one of my best friends Casey she says that every day she says like I'm expecting great news today oh. and I love that and it's like that she taught me that and like when I was checking in with her one morning you know so it's like I feel like there's also all these little gems that you get um, yeah you that. but it feels good to me it's like I I don't think I've ever had a morning like not checking in or or being checked in on, you know? (laughs) Yeah,
1: no, that's so sweet. Branche, now I'm going to move on to the rapid fire questions that I ask all of our guests at the end of the show. Are you ready? Okay. (laughs) Okay. What does your dream life look like?
0: Ooh, I was just thinking about this. Okay, my dream life looks like I'm creating lots of video content and it doesn't feel like a chore. (laughs) It feels super fun, and I'm excited, and I get to travel and share not just video, but like in person. I'd say like healing techniques. I feel really called to do that. So my dream life would be like making some fun videos, traveling, and working with people, whether it's yoga or Reiki. Yeah, and herbalism. I think that would be like my dream situation, and then I'd say my biggest goal ever is to have like healing centers in all kinds of like POC communities. So free access to like all these modalities. Yeah.
1: Ooh, I can see you do that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, I can see that happening. (laughs) What is one book or resource that you recommend to everybody?
0: Well, actually this isn't even a book. I would say get a journal. Again, I learned that from you. Journaling is super key to just like getting your thoughts and feelings and emotions out. And then I would say... Okay, the book that we read in yoga, I loved it. It's called The Yoga Sutras. Sometimes it can be like kind of dense, I'm not going to lie, but the principles are so key. And like one of them I took from it is like non attachment, because I really struggle with being super, mm. again, Virgo, attached to outcomes. And so I would say if there's one thing, start with that and then see where life leads you, because I think that those, mm. they're just principles. It's like the Yoga Sutras of Panjali, I think is how you say it. Mm-hmm. And so those yoga principles were just, they're really just like life thoughts and like life principles. So I would I say it. get that.
1: Awesome. So we'll link that in the show yes. notes. Yes. What is one habit that has changed your life?
0: Yoga. <laughs> <laughs> i think so cheesy. <laughs> love it. No, it's <laughs> fine.
1: Next one is what is the best life or career advice that you've ever gotten?
0: Everything is temporary.
1: Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, last one. Finish the sentence. The most amazing part about life is...
0: That it's so precious if you let it. Thank you so much, Branche. Where can we find you online? So my Insta is Faustin, B-R-A-N-C-H-E f-o-s-t-o-n and my other little insta is the honey block and my youtube channel which will be reinstated asap is just youtube.com slash the honey
1: i love you Bronche.
0: you're so I cute you're too. so sweet
1: and i want to <laughs> hang out with you soon
0: <laughs> yeah anytime um text me whenever you know i adore you so i would love to be with you bye bye thank
1: you I hope you guys liked that chat with Bronche. Make sure to check her out on Instagram and YouTube after this. So, I just want to share a couple takeaways I got from our conversation. The first takeaway is just realizing that everybody goes through their own pain and struggle, and it's really up to you what you do with it. So, I know some people will ignore their pain, push those emotions down, but what you can and should do is what Bronche is doing with her life. You know, she's like going out, learning and working on healing herself. And that journey to learning and healing will lead you to a better, more beautiful, more fulfilling life. So it's just amazing to kind of learn kind of a little bit backstory on Bronce, even things that I didn't know before. And it makes more sense to see why she's so passionate about wellness and spirituality and why she's like so passionate about sharing this healing message with more people out there. The next takeaway is to listen to your heart and keep exploring the things that you're curious about or interested in, because you never know what doors those will open for you. You know, Bran Shea learned about a yoga training, and after that, that's opened the door to new friends, new interests, new things to learn. I know that each and every one of us has this voice inside. We have this voice that calls us to do things, so it's up to you whether to listen to that voice or not. Most people will ignore it and you know, listen to their head. But I'm here to say that that inner voice in your heart will never lead you astray. It will always guide you to the right direction in your life. You just have to be quiet and listen to it. Lastly is a reminder to take your self-care seriously, because you have to give to yourself before you give to others. You have to fill up your well. And just knowing Bron as a person, she is someone who takes her self-care seriously, because she won't make commitments that do not honor herself. Like I know, because she's so busy, she's doing a lot of stuff. It wasn't always easy to like lock her down for a podcast interview because she had other priorities or maybe she was just like not feeling it, she needed to give her Herself some time and some care. So she's that person to prioritize herself first, which I really love and respect. So she mentioned she does meditation, journaling, prayer, and also checking in with the ones that she loves. And I think that is so sweet because most people don't think about including their loved ones in their self care, but that is totally like an amazing part. Like, because it feels good to check in with the people that you love and care about. Alright, so as I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, this will be our last episode this season, so we will be taking a little break and returning in the fall. So we'll return in November. Get ready for season 5, November Lavender Lifestyle, but until then, I will see you guys on YouTube and Instagram and everywhere else that I hang out on the internet. I love you so much. Enjoy your summer. Have a beautiful life. Create new stories and new memories this summer, and I will talk to you guys in the fall. Bye. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Lavender Lifestyle. If you like this podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. Next, make sure you check out the 2019 Artist of Life workbook and the Daily Planner by Lavender on my website, lavender.com/shop. Lastly, you can catch me on YouTube and Instagram at Lavendaire, where I have even more content for the artist of life. Sending you so much love. Bye!